Come on in. Get yourself a seat. Massage your mind. Pop in your earphones, AirPods, or your over-the-ear phone pods, and take a load off. Relax, because you're about to listen to the Perhaps Chaps. The Perhaps Chaps. Oh no, it's the Perhaps Chaps. Hello and welcome to this very special bonus episode of the Perhaps Chaps uh, where this week we're going to be talking about perhaps James Bond, but only Pierce Brosnan. So just those four specific films, <laughs> apparently. That's right. We we yeah. we're quite broad, aren't we? In our in our normal our topic choices, and uh, for a few few bonus episodes where we get real specific and real niche. Just to uh, alienate our existing fan base. Yeah, and what we've what we've done for research is we've each kind of watched a Pierce Brosnan Bond film. So we will have our specialisms on those Bond films. Well, we we nearly have. We well, we almost have, haven't we? Yeah, I didn't watch Tomorrow Never Dies. <laughs> oh, I've seen it loads. It. It's fine. I caught it on DVD. I've watched it loads. <laughs> yeah, no. To be fair, that you you probably had the most knowledge of 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 them all. I imagine, specifically that one. Yeah, yeah, sure. I remember loads about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched mine at eight a.m. this morning. Just just for you, <laughs> that, strange, any of you that were worried that I it. might have uh, found a job, I watched it at eight a.m. this morning. <laughs> I, I thought you watched it before work, but. Thank you for letting us know. <laughs> well, that would no. It was two hours long, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. they are yeah, quite they long. They are long. No yeah, working right. day starts at ten a.m. anymore, my friend. That's right. I started watching it last night, thinking most nineties films are about ninety minutes. Ninety minutes, yeah, probably. That's the rule. Yeah, no, two two hours and twenty minutes. You got Golden the best. Was. You got the best one though, Goldeneye, right? Yeah, Goldeneye's the best. It's Did worth, I? It's, it, yeah, it's worthy of its time. I think. I used to. Bloody love that film. Whew. Wow. Um, I can't remember anything of it from when I was a young boy. Really? But now I'm an old man, mid- middle-aged to old man. <laughs> uh, it's it's not good. No? <laughs> no. Well, it's, it's good. <laughs> it, it's, it's good it, with, for, what it, for what it was at the time. I mean, but the effects are... Not to to put it into perspective. Over the past few nights, me and uh, me and my <laughs> lovely spouse. I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> Copied Jack for some reason. Um, Phoebe yeah, Murphy yeah. started that one. We love his spouses. So we've watched the Avengers films, who are like top quality special effects. And to go from watching those films to a 1995 James Bond Goldeneye film, it's a big old leap. <laughs> it's a big old leap. Now we know I that sort of... part of Goldeneye's appeal is the uh, Nintendo 64 game Goldeneye. Oh, which exactly. Has cemented exactly. the whole film in like gloriousness for for many people our age. So it kind of it kind of tilts 
the quality of the actual film more towards the positive than maybe is fair. No, absolutely. But and I, and... the theme tune <laughs> is the best out of the out of the four Brosnans. Um, surely, can't argue on, that. Give us a little, give us a little sing for the um, Golden Eye. That's yeah. <laughs> that's all you need to know, isn't it? Golden Eye found his weakness. I want to, let me put this into perspective. The opening scene to GoldenEye is the the, the 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 iconic Pierce Brosnan scene of him bungee jumping off that huge dam. It's the best one, yeah. yeah. Which is which yeah. is very very cool. That is, very cool. That's that's cult. I think that's like the only one that yeah. I know of that gets that status for me. There is a bit after that though, where he lasers through uh, like an air vent. Right. Um, and then he and then he goes into this air vent, lifts off, lifts off the uh, the grill, to where this um, it looks like a Soviet soldier is uh, sitting on the toilet, and instead of shooting him with a with a dart or something because he's a super spy, he leans down and as this Soviet soldier is reading the newspaper, he puts his newspaper down. James Bond is there upside down and says, "Oh, sorry, I should have knocked, knocks him out, punches him straight in the face." I don't know what your problem with that is. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, have you never done that before? <laughs> no, I think read the paper. so relatable, man. <laughs> done it in Weatherspoons before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. I should have knocked. Uh, yeah, there was a few little bits like that. But yeah, the most of it was pretty fantastic. And there was, towards the end of that opening sequence, uh, he drives off Cliff on a motorbike and chases after a falling plane midair, catches mm. said plane midair, and then crawls in, crawls into the pilot seat, mm-hmm. flies back up the cliff, and then flows, flows, flies over the building he just blew up, as hey. if to mock the people he just blew He's, up. He is arrogant. Let's let's be <laughs> frank about this. That's an yeah. That's an arrogant, arrogant man. It was Can an I'm... incredible opening. I'm not can we can we just clarify before we move on to the others that Pierce Brosnan obviously was our James Bond. He was our era's James Bond when we were growing up. Yeah. But for that reason, he is quite simply James Bond in everything else he's ever been in that wasn't a James <laughs> Bond film. Yeah, of course. Like, oh my God, yeah. In Mrs. Doubtfire, it's like, oh, James Bond's in this film. <laughs> I kind of feel like that Sean Connery and Roger Moore and stuff, all the other films they did, it was like, no, you just believed it. But for Pierce Brosnan's like, oh, it's just James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And oh my God, did you know, in Goldeneye, so his first James Bond film, he was 47. He is old. Right, so he this was, was a 47. conversation I was having with my lovely spouse, who has not <laughs> seen James Bond before. Like, never at all. So... It okay. was also normal for me because I grew up watching it. And mm. she was like, hold on, is this old guy supposed to be sexy? <laughs> and that oh. just blew my mind. I was like, jeez. Just for the, for the listeners, Jack did get given Die Another Day, which I believe to be the, the, the fourth of the four Pierce Brosnans. It, so he is as old right. as James Bond Pierce Brosnan gets um, in that film. Well, he's... But, well, 
Wait, when was that made? Was that 2002? 2002, yeah. So that's 19 years old, which that also blew my mind because, as Tom said, we're old men now. So he was, so he's, he was 54 in that film. He was yeah. 54. I, well, I, the old man comment is fair then because in my head he's like 30 and perfect. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, hang on. My dad listened to this. 54 is not old, dad. It's fine. That, sorry. I did, I had a bit of a problem with this whole thing actually in in this you know researching for this episode and what to me so let's cl- clear this up for for the listeners so so Tom and Gold and I Jack had died another day uh, producer DJ Loader had tomorrow never dies and I had the world is not enough and to in my head still I was like the world is not enough that's one of the newest James Bond movies <laughs> <laughs> and it was made in 1999. <laughs> And during this, during the, the the world is not enough, uh, it's the one that introduces John Cleese, who takes over as uh, oh, Q, Q, right? Yeah. And I, when I was watching it, I was like, "Wow, John Cleese looks old." And then realised that's like twenty two years ago. So <laughs> he must look really old now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very very old. We we got we got halfway through the film. And my lovely spouse uh, <laughs> uh, said, "said so so is this film?" And bearing in mind in the first few, bearing in mind the first few uh, few scenes of the film, they talk about the internet and and stuff. Uh, and she goes, "so so is this the film that's set in 1965?" And I said, "No, no. Why would you think that?" And um, it's because on Amazon, before buying the film, I don't know if you've seen it, but it has like the numbers of ratings. And it was mm. 1,965. She was like, oh, I swear it was 1965. <laughs> like, what? We checked it. Checked it. And it was just the ratings. I was like, what? I got confused for a second there. <laughs> did you all watch these films with your lovely spouses? No, I did not. Just you and you and Jack, Tom? Yeah. And did Jack. either of your lovely spouses enjoy them at all? No. Yeah, no, yeah. not really. I mean, we don't Baby watch loves a lot of it. action films. No. So no, like so. It it's just it just looks unnecessary when it's out of context. It's like why did he say that? Do you? Like, do you? Why is he blowing that up? Do you ever watch an action? Do you ever watch an action film on your own and your spouse walks in and just goes, "What the fuck are you watching?" <laughs> <laughs> Some some guy drives a tank through a wall and just then jumps out of the tank and starts machine gunning Russians. <laughs> fuck are you that watching. Is, and you and you look is, at yourself and go, What the fuck am I watching? <laughs> so I get ludicrous. that all the time. I I was um I was blown away by how stupid this film was because so it starts off in North Korea and there's a couple of North Koreans that are trying to um sell weapons for diamonds. So James Bond basically blow like blows up this um, package with all the diamonds in. One of them like dies later on, and his mate has got like sprinkled with diamonds, like scarred into his head. Basically, yeah. like they don't remove the diamonds; they leave them in there. And then, yeah, and then basically, what essentially what happens is there's a British guy that turns out to be the dead North Korean guy. And he's, he's just had this like 
mysterious gene therapy where they've just changed his DNA and made him British <laughs> instead of Asian, but it's the same guy. That's really bad. That's that really weird. That is mental. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I couldn't explain it. Really depressingly. I was trying to justify it and it wasn't good. Depressingly for me, Die Another Day was the only of the four that I actually went and saw in the cinema. Um, because I, I, It must have been because I was old enough by that point to go and watch, watch it. And my dad was like, oh, come watch the new James Bond. And <laughs> really... As 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 you've well demonstrated there, Jack, it's it is probably probably the weakest of the four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is another thing. What I didn't realise when I was a kid, the dialogue is is shit. It's dog shit, bad <laughs> I, I you know I hate swearing, but it's shitty. Yeah. When I said I it... uh, think. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when he crashes, he crashes a helicopter in uh, in Goldeneye, and uh, then jumps off with uh, with Xenia uh, on a, on a top, the uh, the the evil Bond girl, and uh, he goes, "The things we do for frequent fly miles." He's <laughs> just, um, and I, I know this to be common knowledge now, uh, you know, but he he's an absolute sleazeball. One of the first things he's horrible. One of the first things he says in the world is not enough. His uh, lovely young lady comes over just to ask him a simple question. She goes, would you, would you like to check these figures? And he goes, well, I'm sure they're round enough. And it's like, <laughs> oh, God. that's the first thing you've said, mate. Like, are you not getting me on side at all? Yeah. No, it's outdated, <gasps> yeah, isn't it? I just... I just find it mind blowing that growing up, that was like, oh yeah, be like that guy. <laughs> I know that was the idol. Uh, yeah. The problem is though, and this is the problem, right? That happened. So I'm watching this today, 2021. I'm thinking that happened. I'm like, ah, oh, no, James Bond, no. But then an incredible chase ensues, <laughs> and after the after the chase, the shootout, the chase, the boat chase, all of it, I'm like, fantastic. <laughs> and that's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. They trick you. So, uh, the world is not enough. Is that the one with the River Thames boat chase with the Millennium yeah, and Dome and all that stuff? I, that, and that, I really like, genuinely... blew everyone's minds at the time because it was all in oh, London. I remember, and it was all yeah. new I... as well, like the Millennium Dome and clambering it's, over it and shit because we were yeah. like we've been there and it was I honestly first, think like... it's one of the best one of the best Bond beginnings ever um, it's, it the... it's still fantastic it's so good they go on the Thames shooting each other chasing each other and then he ends up driving it on the streets and this is the most fucked thing <laughs> He drives it through the streets, this boat that goes through the through the streets. And there's a, lo- there's a lovely bit before he goes on the streets where he dives down below a bridge and he, he adjusts his tie under the water, which is very, very, it's lovely. But he goes onto the streets on this boat and then they just smash through a cafe with no no care for all of the people eating in there. And it's like, you, come on, man. 
They so <laughs> easily could have murdered all of them. Several people. He's the worst terrorist. He handbrake, yeah. handbrake turns the boat and all sorts of shit. Just he like handbrake turns it. Yeah, just on the road. It's a boat. It's insane. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. And also, the boat it has a it has a device on it that shows him exactly where the baddie is. And it's like, well, how does the boat know who the baddie is? <laughs> <laughs> it just show, it shows him where it, it, it is fantastic. Um, and yeah, he jumps off the the hot air balloon, and she shoots the thing to kill herself, and he lets go, and uh, on yeah, onto the Millennium Dome, and it's ah, it's just good. It really is good. You really seem to enjoy that. You got a little smile on your face for the listeners. No, a cheeky little grin. Of course, it, if as far you as Bond beginnings that, goes, it's fantastic. I tell you what. At, at ten past eight in the morning, I yes, I did. It fucking loved oh, yeah. it. That'll I wake you up. That. that will, yeah. Accelerate you going. The name's Bond. James Bond. One of my favourite bits is always the bit where they showcase some 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 made up technology, basically. Yeah. Because I was like, that's what I love doing in this podcast. It's like making products or like making up trash, is it? I can say that on a bonus episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> say what? So, I think you can say that any time, really. No, Trash. Because, no, yeah. no, no, no. Let's not get into it, okay? But <laughs> an invisible car where it's got cameras on one side and a little projector on the other side, but all the way around, that makes it invisible. I just thought, that's that sounds like some kind of bullshit basically, that we mm. would talk about. So what I thought I would um, ask you to do is, um, Tom, if, if you wouldn't mind playing the, um, the Q, the scientist guy. Okay. And then, um, and then I think, um, James, would you mind doing your best James Bond impression and uh, coming up with some gadget ideas? To, and then you've got to talk about it. So you've got to come up with the idea... And then Q's got to tell you how it works. So oh. you're going to come up with a with a James Bond um, spy gadget, and Tom, you're the uh, scientist that has to explain how it works. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Tom, we'll see how this Tom, goes. Yeah, so we're just going to see how it goes. We're going to give so it Tom's Q. Yeah, Tom's Q. Uh, James is James Bond. Do you have to talk like James Bond though? And that's quite hard, isn't it? Well, do whatever one you want. You can, you can. Ah, uh, 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 wait, uh, hang on, uh, hang on a second. So, so I, so, so do really I have meta. to? So, do I have to introduce the product? Or no, no, product. no, no. I'm, I'm good. Oh, fuck, it's quite hard, isn't it? Um. So, Tom, you're James gonna be like, Bond, oh, James, James Bond. So, oh, you're gonna be like, oh, you wish for because you just might get it. Mr. Bond, when are you going to bring me back one of my watches? Because that's a line he says all the time, isn't it? Oh, no, like, I watched, I watched the older guy. Stuff. I watched the older guy. It's like, be careful about there, Mr. Bond, because you yeah, be careful that. what you wish for, because you just might get it. <laughs> yeah, perfect. That's perfect. And then um, you can do whatever whatever James Bond impression you like. James. Oh, God. Okay, I'm just going to do posh. I'll probably just do posh man. Posh is man. He, he's posh not that man. posh, is Perfect. he? Perfect. Uh, name, name, <clears throat> name's Bond. Bond. James. B- Hello. I'm a. I'm a sexist bigot. Uh, 
Okay, perfect. Q. Q. So. Hey, Q. Hello. How are you? Good, thank you, Mr. Bond. A few questions, Q, before I go off on my mission. What's this sponge do? <laughs> Careful, Mr. Bond, that's not a sponge. <laughs> that's an explosive radium ultra device. If you hold it next to your face and rub it slightly... <laughs> rub it. You mean rub it now? Rub it now. Yeah, yeah. it will get very warm. <laughs> this isn't going to explode, is it, Q? No. <laughs> it makes you invisible. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> um, all right, I'll pack that then. Um, what about... What about this? Flump. Be careful about that, Mr. Bond. <laughs> the only time you'll ever see one of those... Is on the Madagascan beach of the beach of the crescent moon. <laughs> what does it do? Is it, is it just a normal flump? Should I eat it? Should I eat it? Stick it in the front seat of your car, Mr. Bond, and it'll direct you straight back to that beach. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll always, you'll always. Have a place to go and call home. <laughs> well, I'll give you that one, Q. I do love that beach. Um, and lastly, what about this frying pan? I'm glad you've asked there, Mr. Bond. That what? is my lunch. <laughs> That's the best bloody Bond gadget scene I've ever heard. <laughs> um, all right, boys. Okay, I've got a little bit for you here. A little section. Okay. Um, I've, I'm kind of stealing a little bit of uh, content from you here, Smurfy. But this round is called Do You Have a Golden Idea of What Bros is Doing? Oh, okay. okay. Okay, so we've got a series of clips, and it's mainly him making strange noises. Because I, <laughs> I don't know if you realise in the films you watch, but he makes some hilarious noises. I, I can't say I've picked up on it. Oh, no, really? He made some bizarre ones in, in The World Is Not yeah. Enough, particularly when he was getting punched in the head, just going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so I've got a few here, which, uh, which, which, yeah, so you kind of have to guess what do you think is happening in these, in, in these clips. So I'll play for the first one here. Oh, he's blacksmithing. Cutting ham? <laughs> uh, no, he is not blacksmithing or cutting ham. What else do you think he's doing? We have it again. Let's hear it again. Yeah. Um, I'm chucking. Is he tying something? Metal, it's got to be metal work of some description. Yeah. Do you want to know just straight is away? He, is he tightening a bolt? No. Oh, a he idea. He's on a metal platform. 
Oh, he's building scaffolding as he's running up it. He's doing Ye- it so fast. Yes. You've got it. Wow. No. No, oh, basically, what? he's falling down. He's grappling to get back on. Okay. <laughs> okay, I, I, I get it now. Yeah. Okay. I, I see now that cutting ham was a bad guess. Mm. <laughs> I can't remember if he blacksmiths in any films. I don't. I I'm pretty sure we'll there is. I think you're, you're thinking of some medieval movies. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, here we go. Your second. Do you have a golden idea of what Bros is doing? <laughs> That's gotta be poopy. He's tired. No, no. It, it does sound like that, Jack. But there's no way they'd include that. Isn't, oh, I, I think that. that's when he's getting strangled by the woman with the thighs. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're he's old enough by Xenia. Yeah. 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 Yes. I didn't mind Xenia when I was younger. Xenia on a top. <laughs> she scared me. She is a bit scary. Here we go again. <laughs> oh, God, he's hey. hit a deer with his car. He's just, he's really screaming. Is that the same one? Is that a new one? No, that's the, that's the same one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep, so you got that bang on there. Chris, uh, DJ Otloader, Super Supreme. And then this is the finale. That one's got Is it? Is that in coming up for air? No, no, that isn't. Also being uh, strangled with uh, Zenia's legs again. Oh, okay. Um, twice. Yeah. So he—they're both screaming throughout that scene so so much that we kind of have to turn up. We had to turn our TV down because they were yelling and screaming so so much. There's a scene in um, Die Another Day where they're at a fencing club, a very posh fencing club. I remember that. And um, they they get very enthusiastic in their fencing competition and decide to use real swords that he pulls off the wall. And uh, it's a very old um, sort of old London building. There are lots of dark mahogany and, um, you know, priceless looking paintings. And they jump around fighting each other and completely trash the place. And then right at the end, one of them falls into a fountain and like, a, like you know, water going everywhere. And then someone comes over and goes, stop. And they've been like trashing the place for 20 <laughs> minutes. And someone comes over and goes, stop. And they just stop. And then they go, oh, well, Mr. Bond, you're quite a good fencer. Or some <laughs> shit like that. And I just was like, why didn't they stop them when they got the real swords out? Yeah, you've just ruined this priceless building, you yeah. morons. 
And he goes, oh, yeah, Miranda, uh, smooth it over with the fencing club, would you? Christ. <laughs> I, I just think realistically they would be banned for that. That's that's my whole point. There was a, yeah, there's a, there's a scene, <laughs> there's a scene in, in Goldeneye where he's driving to Monaco with a, a woman who uh, M has sent to uh, evaluate and investigate him and what he's doing. So he's driving really fast, obviously in his Aston Martin, and then a Ferrari pulls up next to him, um, and he's making, and it's obviously a beautiful woman who's driving it. Turns out to be Zenya, um, and uh, the <laughs> the, uh, the evaluator looks at him and goes, "Who's that?" Then he goes, "Ha ha, the next girl," and then <laughs> and drives oh, off as fast as he can, <laughs> and then she kind of smiles. It's like that is a really horrible thing to say to someone. <laughs> Why would you say that? That is horrible. And then the end of the scene, they just end up snogging in the car. I was like, what is that? What, well, what kind problem, of lesson? Isn't it? And that, that is the one giveaway with the Bond films is, is every time a new female character is introduced, you kind of go, oh, no. Yeah, you know, you know here, what's going to happen here. Here he goes. He can't help himself. But if, a, if the average James Bond film... Is, you know the the plot line is what like a week long. I don't I don't have a clue. Um, let's say a week long. That's like some fifty five year old guy just walking around being a complete pig, and he's <laughs> having sex all over town. Only two or three a movie. That's two or three a week, buddy. It's all he's over the bloody world, not he's just the pig. town. The end of world is not enough. The end of it. Sorry, listeners, if you've not seen it, but the end of it. It basically is them, M and Q, or John Cleese, looking for <laughs> looking for them on this infrared camera and finds finds him and goes, oh, he's there. There's James. He's there. And she's like, what's he doing? And then he rolls over and there's clearly another body there. And he's having sex with, with Christmas Jones. And then John Cleese makes a joke about the Millennium Bug. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But then, then he says... I thought Christmas only came once a year. <laughs> and that's the last line in the film. Is it? Last line in the film. Last line in the film. No, that's absolutely absurd. I genuinely think the world is not enough is 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 a is one of the better ones. And for this reason, right? So I actually had a look at the time when all of this stuff had happened, and I think. I actually wrote this down as perhaps. I it's a very poorly worded sentence, but I put perhaps this is the quickest Bond tries to cram Bond in. You see. <laughs> so what happens is there is a there is a shootout, an ex, a, a bomb, a boat chase, a ski chase, a casino scene, and sex, all inside the first fifty minutes. Of a two-hour and ten-minute film, and I was like, "What else can they do here? That's Bond. They just do it on repeat. And they have been since wow. the sixties. The formula clearly works. But it really does work. It really does because you know, cut to an hour later, and they're in a desert with helicopters with chainsaws coming out the bottom, and it's just you know, those things really exist. I did not know that. Yeah, what do you mean? Oh, they they cut trees. 
Tell, the helicopters with chainsaws do actually exist. They they, they cut trees. Yeah, because they're cutting trees at the beginning of it. Yeah, that's what um, they're for. But I what had you mean no idea cut... it was real. I haven't seen the film in a long time. So what do you mean? They had dangled chainsaws mm. from the it's helicopter. It's like a circular, you know, like chain... Trims, it trims the branches off the trees. It's like oh. five of those circles under each other. It just looks like a death machine, but they do actually... It, they do actually... It, <laughs> It cuts the Aston Martin in half. Yeah. I don't think that's, oh, I don't yes. think that's real. I think they can cut wood. I'm pretty sure they can't cut through a car. <laughs> Specifically not an Aston Martin. Nobody can no, cut through a fucking enough. Aston Martin. That's the British engineering, mate. The sponsors of the week. Uh, shout out to Aston Martin. But give us a car. From all of the, uh, from all of this, do you still have a soft spot of love for Pierce Brosnan? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Regardless of the, of, of the badness of the films and the sec- uh, the sexistness of James Bond in general and all of it, don't you still fucking love Pierce Brosnan saying those lines? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is yeah. The answer. He is. A- he is absolutely. fantastic. He will always be James Bond in my mind, regardless of the shit lines he said. When I was younger, I used to eat them up like a very hungry pre-adolescent teenager. Now I've seen some of the world. I don't eat them up as much, but it's still amazing to watch. Don't you, are you saying the world is not enough? Oh, well, that leads me on to this. <laughs> when they say the name of the Bond film in the film, is it not the fucking best bit Oh, of the it's film? the best, yeah. Because he said it yesterday, and I completely forgot that that was one of the things on the tick list of... Shit that they do in every single oh, Bond yeah. film. It's so good. It's so good. It's like Party Poppers tops off. Yeah, because basically he has to figure out in, in, in Die Another Day that this Asian guy that he's killed is actually white now and can talk perfect English like with a really posh English accent, even though he grew up in North Korea and lived there his whole life. He's got no accent at all. James Bond figures out that he is this same North Korean guy. What, without how? And he goes, I see you live to die another day because he's pointing a gun at him and he's about to kill him. So, I mean, that's unbelievable. So he knew knew who... How did he know... How did he know that? Well, because he blew up a, a gene therapy clinic. Because obviously he went to a gene therapy clinic, but in James Bond, like, realistic terms, that just means he blew up a gene therapy clinic. I really like Pierce Brosnan. And the point I was trying to make earlier is I think he was the most... He's the most animated James Bond I've ever seen. I mean, to be honest with you, I've only really seen two. I've only watched him and Danny Craig. But out of the two of them... You haven't seen any of the Roger Moores? I actually haven't, no. Oh, man. Well, we're not going to get into this. No, no that's a okay. completely separate episode. We're not allowed. But no, but no. What, but what I love about Pierce is he is a very, very animated guy with his body, with his noises. <laughs> and <laughs> he's just fun. He's fantastic to watch and listen to. Nah, he is. That was. Uh, he, I think he is the best. I think there is. Uh, we have to give a big shout out to. Um, the clip that's on YouTube that is um, Pierce Brosnan in a, in a completely different film. It's just saying, maybe you shouldn't be living here. 
if you haven't already, just look that up. Because that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's Bronholm at his best as well. He's versatile no. guy. I'm just shouting out to some other amazing th- stuff that he's done. I hope, I hope he listens to this, actually. Pierce. Oh, he will. He will. I'm pretty sure he will. Yeah, um, he's a I'm, good guy. I'm fairly sure he has nothing better to do. <laughs> no, he doesn't. And he's got this. really good ears. So listen up, Pierce. This one's for you, buddy. 